Guys, good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Jerry Miller. It's the I Love Seville Show. Thank you kindly for joining us. It's great to be with you from our building in downtown Charlottesville on Market Street. It's truly a pleasure to connect with you through the I Love Seville Show and the I Love Seville Network, a network that we have built over six years of hard work, a focus of dedication to to our craft. When I get um, behind this microphone and in front of these cameras, I stay committed to, to truth. I'm focused on relaying information to you that I find compelling and captivating, cautionary, concerning, cool. It's not always pretty. It's not always ugly. But it's rooted in the truth. We've broken a number of news stories on this program where when the stories broke, initially people pushed back and said, no, that's not right. Or no, that's not correct. And then over time, we've been proven, either through the legacy media following what we cover, arrests being made, in, in the case of the JV locker room assault at Almora High School, we broke that story. People said we were wrong, that it was just hazing. And I said, no, I've seen the video. That's not hazing. And later arrests were made, and we were proven to be correct. We broke the news story of Nakaya Walker paying people with the city-issued credit card to speak during council meetings. And people said, there's no way the mayor of Charlottesville would use a city-issued credit card to pay folks to speak before city council meetings. I'm like, no, that's actually what's happened. Earlier this year, I highlighted Segura Solar and Segura Home, and I mentioned to you that mentioned to you, the viewer and listener, that this business was on the cusp of closing and that all of you that had solar panels through this company, warranties through this company, contracts through this company, financing agreements created or positioned or orchestrated or third-partied through this company should be very concerned. Segura, the company itself, pushed back on what I said they issued a press release and then they posted it on social media and said, what Jerry is saying is not true. Well, today I'm going to prove to them otherwise and prove to you yet again that my sources and the people I talk to are the movers and shakers, the elected officials, those that work within the city halls and the local governments, and those that control the purse strings of businesses in this community. I'm going to set the stage of the Segura saga. <clears throat> this summer, I was contacted by a group of people that have money and power but what they don't have is the influence of the populace. 
and they said, Jerry, this is what's happening with this company, Segura Solar. They owe us significant amounts of rent. We're talking hundreds of thousands. And they're not honoring the warranties and the maintenance on this infrastructure on the real estate we own within this community. I think you should look into this, Jerry. I said, okay, you know, I appreciate you watching and, and listening to this show. I'm, I'm happy to look into this. And then I started, you know, emailing and conversating and phone calling and text messaging and, and DMing. And I realized, whoa, what's happening here with this companies kind of seems to me on the cusp of fraudulent and on the cusp of felonious. That's my opinion here. I'm, I'm, I'm no attorney. So I started digging deeper. And I started talking to current people that work for the company and previous people that work for the company. I interviewed a fantastic individual from southwestern Virginia that used to work in the customer service department, talked to homeowners. And as I covered this story, I then became overwhelmed by people throughout the mid-Atlantic that saw our coverage that were saying, this is happening to us too. This is happening to us too. They're not honoring their warranties. They're not honoring their service contracts, their maintenance contracts. And then it started snowballing. Then I was reaching out to the CEO, Michael Ball. I tried to reach out to Andy Bindia, the founder from Romania. I found that he was in Europe. Folks unable to contact him. I reached out to previous CEOs, had conversations with them. And I reported on the I Love Seville show that this company was on the cusp of going out of business. That anyone who had warranties or solar infrastructure with Segura Solar should be very concerned and should consider contacting their attorney. The PR department and the, the CEO at the time, Michael Ball, he resigned this past Wednesday. Details to come on that. I talked to him on the phone on a Sunday evening and Michael Ball legitimately told me I didn't know this press release was going to come out. Do you have the press release? Is that the... Uh, the screenshot. Can you put that on screen, please? You want the Facebook or the Instagram? Whatever is the biggest one. That's most readable. Michael Ball said, Tracy Green is the one who put out this press release. I didn't know anything about it. I said, you're the CEO of this company and you didn't know that this press release, this statement was being issued? He goes, that's right. I'll read the statement they issued. It legitimately is about me. It's on screen right now. It says, rest assured, Segura Home is not going out of business. Further, Segura Home is not headed toward nor filing for bankruptcy. This is simply not true. Yesterday, Jerry Miller's I Love Seville show reported that the company was filing for bankruptcy, going out of business, and had to shut down at Charlottesville headquarters and left Charlottesville in the dead of night. None of this is true. 
Instead, what is true is that we are excited to announce that Segura Home is being is Segura Home is is beginning a new chapter in its ongoing commitment to reducing carbon emissions and providing high quality solar panel construction services, clean, reliable, and fairly priced energy, which we have done in Virginia since 2011. It continues, it continues, it continues, it continues. I'm not going to bore you with those details. They called me a liar. Can you go back to the one shot? You can find this statement on the Segura Home Instagram page and on its Facebook page and on its website right now. Segura called me a liar. I get an email from a team member who asked for anonymity and said, Jerry, I watched your show from June 29th, again, just a few days ago. And everything you said on June 29th, months ago, has materialized as true now in September. And I said, how so? How is everything I said on June 29th materialize as true now in September. And this individual said, well, we just got an email from Brady Allen, the Vice President of Operations, that said the company is now forever closing its doors. This email, and I'll read it directly to you, team, I have been told by the owner of the company after he has conferred with our remaining executive officers that all operations are to cease effective immediately. I recognize this is a great disappointment to us all. While I'm out of the office this week, please reach out to the remaining officers, Fernando Wambio, I'm messing up his name, W-A-M-B-U-I, Sonia and Andy for any further questions. Yours, Brady Allen, Vice President of Operations. On this email is copied Sonia Schilling, Sonia Schilling, Fernando Alvarez, Wambio, W-A-M-B-U-I-M-U-N-E-N-E, Andy Bindia, the founder, Adam Fry, Jeremy Grant, Parker Smith, Melissa, R-U-N-S-E-V-E-L-L-E. It was sent on September 11th, Monday at 3.16 p.m. You want to hear the crappy situation? You want to hear the shitty part of all this? The chief financial officer follows up with an email on September 12th, which was yesterday, and says, team members... Segura Solar has ceased operations. It is with much regret that I inform all of you that your employment contract is terminated effective immediately. This team member who reached out to me, this whistleblower who reached out to me said, Jerry, please see the forwarded termination email due to Segura ceasing operations and attaches the email from Brady Allen, the vice president of operations, that states the business is closed. I assume they are done and heading for bankruptcy, but it's still unclear. 
Michael Ball, the CEO, resigned last Friday before this was announced Monday evening and this morning, yesterday. I have no idea if we will get paid wages owed. We are owed money, Judah, from 30-plus days ago. Multiple paychecks have been missed. I think we have to pursue a warrant in debt through Albemarle County. This impacts countless customers who have various issues. Deposits customers have made with us may have been spent. All of this is still unresolved. There's a whistleblower who sent me this content, these emails, and this paper trail yesterday. Yesterday. And this whistleblower says everything that you said, Jerry Miller, in June has proven to be true. Here is a company that was picked by a technology nonprofit. In our community, for being a good steward in the community. And I won't even name the nonprofit. I'm going to chalk up the nonprofit to making a mistake, even though the executive director of the nonprofit is the one who wrote the statement saying what Jerry said was wrong in June. The executive director of the nonprofit. was the same person who wrote the statement for the company in June saying what I said was wrong and now we know months later was 100% right. And this is going to get back to a theme. And the theme in this show is about doing what is right. The theme is being a leader and facing heat and pressure and scorn from the few when you're leading into new territory and tolerating and taking and managing that heat and that scorn and that pressure because you know in the deepest aspect of your heart what you're doing is right. And this past June... When I let everyone in this community realize, let everyone in this community know what was coming down the pipe, I did it as a warning. I said, this company is on the cusp of closing. If you're thinking about doing a contract with this company, don't do it. If you have deposits with this company, get them back immediately. If you're under warranty with this company, figure out right now where your warranty stands. If you have maintenance issues with this company and the infrastructure it has on your roof of your home, your most precious commodity, the investment that is going to help you get to retirement if need be. I said get on the ball because this company is on the brink of collapse. And the company tried to do a spin try to utilize a spin doctor saying what I was saying was wrong. And I want you to know something. I don't make comments or statements on this show unless, unless it's backed by people that are in the know. I will not talk about Nakia Walker paying people with a city-issued credit card 
to speak in city council meetings unless I've seen the receipts from within city hall. I will not talk about an assault in a locker room with the junior varsity football team unless I've seen the video that other JV football players recorded and put on social media. And I would not put in the crossfire a technology nonprofit whose executive director is writing statements for the companies that it's on the brink of collapse, the same technology nonprofit that is giving this company honors and accolades, unless I know what I'm saying to be effing true. And before I go to the next topic, which falls under the theme of leadership and facing scorn and pressure and beef and nastiness from a select few because what you're doing is right. The next topic is going to involve a phony website created by Allison Spillman's top donor, a phony website created with the sole purpose of attacking Meg Bryce in a school board race that has obviously drawn the attention of the entire community. The themes the dynamics of these two stories are tangible and palpable, baby. I'm going to dot the I's and cross the C's, dot the I's and cross the T's on what just happened. You have a local business in Segura Solar that was the darling of the solar industry. Trade publications ranked this local business one of the top 10 solar businesses in the nation at one time. A business that was founded by a Romanian immigrant who, according to a feature in Inc. magazine, used the scraps from a scholarship fund that helped him get a community college in education as a Romanian immigrant. He got a scholarship to go to a community college and he used the remaining scraps of this scholarship money in a beat up Honda Civic to launch a solar company that he called Segura. And in the early stages, he was doing the installing himself. And then the industry, thanks to governmental tax credits, took off. And why wouldn't it take off? Of course we want to do the right thing. We want to distance ourselves from a monopoly that we call Dominion Electric. Who hates Dominion? Put your hands in the air and wave them around like you just don't care. We all hate monopolies like Dominion, like Comcast. Of course you're going to consider solar. You could potentially own the energy you can distance yourself from monopoly, you can save money, and you can do it all in a way that's good for the environment. It just made sense. But this business got ahead of itself. It got ahead of its skis, as a friend said yesterday in a meeting. And it started 
over-promising and under-delivering. And then as it got ahead of its skis, the over-promising and under-delivering started heading into the area of criminal. And I'll leave it to the Commonwealth attorneys that watch this program to pursue whatever path they'd like to do. But from my standpoint, when you sign a contract and you don't deliver on it, that's wrong. And from my standpoint, when you take deposit money to play a shell game and to rob Peter to pay Paul, that's wrong. And from my standpoint, when you promise warranties and third-party financing and warranties will never be, in, will never be actualized, And third-party financing is done through an entity that invested millions of dollars into your business for the sole purpose of being the only financing option you present to customers. That's wrong. This is one man's opinion. But there seems to be a paper trail of felonious and criminal behavior. Again, that's one man's opinion. But I'm a reasonable guy who utilizes common sense. So if you got solar on your roof from this business, you need to hear me out. The company just terminated all its employees. If you have solar infrastructure on your roof from this company, this business is no more. If you're in a 20, 10, 15, 30 year financing arrangement with a third party that this company set up on your behalf, you better talk to a lawyer. If you're an employee of this company, I would imagine how you're going to get the 30 to 45 days of wages that you're owed is maybe through a warrant in debt with Almaro County, but how do you get money from a company that doesn't have any money? I text with Michael Ball last night. He had very limited things he wanted to say for obvious reasons. He did confirm that he resigned last Wednesday. 
And he said, I wish to have no further comment. And I said, I understand, Michael. Tomorrow's story will be about, is about Segura Solar and Andy Bindia's past leadership failures, and it's not about you. I don't blame Michael Ball, the local man, the local realtor. I don't blame Michael Ball. I don't blame the customer service department. I don't blame the installers. I blame, first and foremost, this owner. And I've been told that Andy Bindia, who at one time was rolling in the money, who purchased significant acreage in Ivy, has sold said acreage and cashed out of all his positions in this community and is now living overseas for fear of legal accountability. with Commonwealth's attorneys and jurisdictions everywhere. He's on the lam. And you go on the lam when you take customer deposits and you spend them on things that you shouldn't be spending them on because that's fraud and that's illegal. It's one man's opinion. And the theme of the show is the collateral damage of leadership. When you explain to people, because you know in your hearts of heart, the deepest portions of your heart, that what you're doing is right, and you are first to market, and you explain to people what is going on, there is going to be collateral damage and fallout, and fallback, and crossfire, and heat. It's heat with the statement issued by the executive director of a nonprofit who, very interestingly, also is running the PR for a business that was honored and accoladed by the nonprofit she was the AED for. Hmm. Hmm. You catch heat, you get called a liar. You catch heat for saying what happened in the locker room was assault and not hazing. You catch heat when you say, Jerry, you're just going after the mayor. No, I'm not going after the mayor. You can't pay people to speak before city council meetings with the city as your credit card. That's not cool. But over time, you get proven to be correct. And that's called leadership. You're seeing another example of the collateral damage of leadership at the school board. It's no secret that many in this community do not like the at-large candidate, Dr. Meg Bryce. And most of this vitriol and this hate is associated with two or three things. Her father, the late Supreme Court Justice, and his political ideology. That's the primary driver of the vitriol and the hate. The second driver of the vitriol and hate 
is that Dr. Bryce wants teachers and parents to be openly communicative about all issues when it comes to students and sons and daughters. So if a student identifies as the opposite sex at school than they do at home, Dr. Bryce wants the teachers to let the parents know that that's happening. And the third aspect is collective bargaining. Many in the community are so gung-ho on collective bargaining that that's the only issue they care about. Those three issues her maiden name and the political ideology of her late father, the Supreme Court Justice, the communication between teachers and parents, in particular with sexuality or gender identification, and collective bargaining have put the candidate in a significant crossfire with many in the community. And we've seen that crossfire in childish ways. Graffitiing of her maiden name on a sign, her political signs. We've seen that crossfire with people leaving nasty comments like a female did yesterday and this morning on her campaign page. Now we've seen that crossfire go to a completely different level. Is there something you can put on screen? You know what? I'll just encourage people to visit her campaign page. Here it is in a snapshot or a nutshell. The number one donor for Allison Spillman's campaign. And this is how you can figure this out. Go to vpapvpap.org. Type in Allison Spillman. You'll see her name. Click her name. You'll see the campaign dollars she's raised, the campaign dollars Bryce has raised. Click top donors. And you'll see a guy by the name of Christopher Seaman, who's donated $1,327 to our campaign. Christopher Seaman launched a website. And he launched a website based on the candidate's first name, her maiden name, and her married name. And then he started writing content about the candidate. You want to put some of those slides on screen? from her campaign page. She's depicted it extremely well on her Facebook page. Great job. 
doing this depiction in very simplistic fashion. And what he thought he was doing when he launched the URL. Judar, do you have your mic on? Yeah. What was the URL? Uh, isn't, it, isn't it Meg Bryce? Well, let's see. MegScaliaBryce.com. What he thought he was doing was creating a phony website or a website not tied to him. A WordPress website. WordPress, our firm, that's our specialty. We've built hundreds of these types of websites for clients in the 15 years we've been in business VMV brands. And in the process of building this website, are you running those slides? I will be in a second. I only got the one that you asked me to get. In the process of running this nasty smear campaign on this website that was tied to her name, he made a mistake. Judah, you know this aspect of the business better than I do. Why don't we go to a two-shot, weave you in the mix, and then you could put the content on screen after you explain to the viewers and listeners how his anonymity was exposed. Show is yours. Well, as uh, Meg pointed out in the uh, screenshots, he basically had set up the website. He went so far as to obscure his, uh, his involvement with it by uh, it's a pretty standard um, option that you can pay for, whether you're going through uh, GoDaddy or whatever other hosting company. And basically just completely blocks anyone from seeing who, uh, who owns the website. So, as far as uh, as far as that's concerned, he would have been he would have been uh, not tied to the website in any way. However, Meg was smart enough to, or somebody was smart enough to to see that whoever was writing the blog posts on the website had created the username that was the person's name. What was it uh, CB Siemens or something like that? Keep going. And that pretty much tells us exactly who is uh, running the website. Any of our websites that have users or usernames, it's not like we make, uh, you know, you don't make a username for somebody that's not in the organization. So if this, guy's, if this guy's got a user and a username and he's writing the blog posts, chances are he's the owner of the website or in some way affiliated with it. And like you said, I think you said, um, if he's also the uh, largest donor for Spillman's campaign and she is uh, referencing his blog posts from this website, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty straightforward evidence. Very well done, per usual. Help me understand this, okay? You ready for this, Judah? Christopher Seaman 
S-E-A-M-A-N, Christopher Seaman. You can find him on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. He created an organization, Albemarle Parents Promoting Learning, Inc. He acronymed the organization APPL. I'll give it to you again. He created an organization, Albemarle Parents Promoting Learning, Inc., acronymed APPL. He buys the URL called Judah. Mm-hmm. He buys the URL. You're asking me what the URL What's the name of the URL, Judah? MegScaliaBryce.com. Thank you. He buys the URL and launches a website that's a smear campaign against the candidate at the effing school board level. This is school board politics. This is two steps above the high school president. This is two steps above the Rotary Club president. This is two steps above the Junior League president. This is two steps above the UNICEF president. This is two steps above the Falcon Club president. This is two steps above the Kiwanis Club president. This is two steps above a neighborhood association, the school board. He creates an organization called Almoral Parents Promoting Learning. He buys a URL. He hides the fact that he purchased the URL. Then he launches a WordPress website. The WordPress website is tied to her first name, her maiden name, and her last name. And then he starts creating nasty content on said website. He thinks he's crafty and clever because he's disguised himself or hidden his personal identity from the website. And he should hide his personal identity. Because stuff like this gets leaked and his job might be in jeopardy. Stuff like this gets leaked and people go to vpap.org and say, hey, this is the top donor of Allison Spillman's campaign. But he makes a mistake. And the mistake, in a nutshell, is Judah Wickhauer, 15 seconds or less. Just leave it on a two-shot. Focus on this. The mistake he made. Named himself the... uh, He named the user his own name. There it is. So now, as a community... We are left with this. These are fair questions that we should ask. Oh, and I forgot to add this. Allison Spillman then took the phony website, the smear campaign website, and shared the smear campaign website on her social media stories. This is 
effing crazy. This is effing crazy. This is a freaking soap opera at the school board level where people get paid peanuts, a, a race that is two steps above the neighborhood association president race. Here are the questions that we are left to ask. When someone said to me, someone said to me, Jerry, are you going to have enough content to host a talk show every single day in Charlottesville about Charlottesville and Central Virginia? I said, oh yeah. And you know what? Just like I was right about JV Locker Room, just like I was right about Hunter Smith and Hunter Smith doing sketchy things with his business, I'm talking to you, Hunter Smith. And you're sketchy, falling behind on payroll and owing every Tom, Dick, and Harry money in this community, Hunter. Talking to you, Hunter, owing everybody money in this business and finally getting the money stopped with your parents. And then you just saying, oh, I can't pay my bills. Nakia Walker. Of course we're going to have enough content. This place is the epicenter of Looney Tunes. It's got to be something in the water or the tectonic plates or whatever they're called under the ground below us. This place is the epicenter of crazy, of Looney Tunes. Here are the questions I want to know. Did Allison Spillman... encourage her top donor to create this phony website? Did Allison Spillman encourage her number one donor to create this website so she could win this election? Was Allison Spillman involved in any capacity of creating this website? Why did Allison Spillman create, share, why did Allison Spillman share this phony website on her social media? Did Allison Spillman know in any capacity that this phony website was being created? That this smear campaign website was being created? If Allison Spillman in any capacity knew that this smear campaign website was being created, I think she should resign from this race right now. If she told, the, told her top donor that this website should be created, or she knew that this website was going to be created, she should step out of this race and resign and quit from running for school board right now. She is not fit to lead a school district. This is bullying. How can a school board member share a smear campaign website on her social media channels? That's bullying. She should resign right now. Someone should ask her that question. She is an elected, she is running for elected office, and that is a fair question. NBC 29, CBS 19, The Daily Progress, Charlottesville Tomorrow, Sean Tubbs, and The Seville Weekly. You should be contacting Allison Spillman right now. Daily Progress, Charlottesville Tomorrow, Seville Weekly, NBC 29, CBS 19, Richmond Times-Dispatch, and the Washington Post. You should be contacting Allison Spillman right now and ask her, did you have a say with the creation or the development or design or orchestrate or order this website to be created? We are deserved, 
We deserve as a community to know on the record where she stands with this. The follow-up question should be, why is the top donor to your campaign a top donor which we can find on VPAP? The person linked directly to a smear campaign website tied to your opponent. We deserve as a community of voters and taxpayers and parents to know the answer to that question. The follow-up question, third question should be, why as a school board candidate did you share a smear campaign website on your social media? Why did you share it on your stories? How can you be a school board member and, sh and share a nasty website like this when clearly this is rooted in bullying? Clearly this is rooted in, in, in someone using keyboard muscles in anonymous fashion to try to attack someone who's a... Who gets attacked more by keyboard muscles and phoniness than me in this community? There's multiple meme accounts where content is created every day. I find it genuinely hilarious. Genuinely hilarious. I genuinely enjoy it. I also have genuinely scooped up incremental new business from the meme accounts and viewers and listeners who have reached out to me and leg legitimately have said, I found out about you through this and now I'm watching you every day. I genuinely love it. There's not a person in this community who understands the concept of being in the public eye and having phony digital and social platforms saying nasty things about the person more than I do. This is just part of it. This is part of giving your opinion before hundreds of thousands of people on topics that are that elicit passion and anger and happiness. It's just part of it. I make a significant living in part by sitting in a chair and talking to a microphone before people. It's awesome. Some people have jobs where they have to break their backs or they're in the heat or they're sweating or they have significant stress or they have to work nights or holidays or weekends or overtime or they're digging ditches or they're on their feet all day or they're doing paperwork shuffling. Everyone has stress. The extent of mine is the hilarity of a few meme accounts. That's it. Literally. Allison Spillman, I think, probably has lost the election with this. I think she's probably lost the election with this. 
I'm getting a text message from a viewer right now where Spillman has on her campaign finance reports allocated fundraising dollars to having dinners with Chris Seaman. You can find this on vpap.org. Literally on vpap.org, she's spending money at Burton's Grill with dinner with Mary McIntyre, the vice president of the Almoral Education Association who's pushing collective bargaining, and Chris Seaman. On May 4th, 2023, Allison Spillman used $127 of campaign financing to have dinner with Mary McIntyre and Chris Seaman. Mary McIntyre is the vice president of the Almoral Education Association and one of the largest proponents for collective bargaining in Almoral County. She had dinner with Allison and Chris. This is, this is like... This is legitimately like... How do we characterize this behavior? This is, this is like middle school children. This is the behavior of middle school children. Put your comments in the feed. I'll relay your comments live on air. Put your comments in the feed. I'm going to get to your comments literally live on air. This is the behavior of middle school children. And it's a campaign that is trying to run a $260 million budget per year. $260 million roughly, the campaign. $260 million, the budget to keep Albemarle County Public Schools in operation per year. 60% of Albemarle's, Albemarle's yearly budget to run the jurisdiction Albemarle County is over $500 million. Over $500 million. The top line item with this budget is the schools who get roughly $260 million of taxpayer dollars. $260 million. And this individual is trying to be one of seven people on a board that allocate the $260 million of taxpayer dollars. And here she has direct links to a guy who's an attorney who created a who incorporated an entity who bought a URL tied to the first name, the main name, and the married name of a candidate to create a smear campaign website that he thought was being done in anonymity, but instead he forgot to change the effing author, which is one of the easiest effing things you can do on a WordPress website. Is it not? Judah, two shot. Well, it's not. And now he's got the... Have you noticed he's got the website down? Yeah. I think the question is not why he didn't change it. It's why you would, why you would name the author yourself in the first place. Why would he name the author himself in the first place? If you were trying for anonymity. I mean, how, do you, how would you characterize that? I, Naive or idiotic? I mean, it's hard to say who set this up for him. It could have been somebody else that did it for him, and uh, there were some miscommunications. We just don't know. This is Dave Riddick puts this on LinkedIn. Middle school social media bullying. This is akin. This behavior is akin. Akin. Not exactly. In the realm 
of videoing someone in the JV locker room getting assaulted and then sharing it on Snapchat to people in the community and the student body. This is creating a fake website to tarnish someone and then having the school board candidate who's trying to control $260 million of taxpayer resources share it on her social media page. Allison, you should resign from the election right now. You should quit. You should not be in this election anymore. This should come up on the campaign trail every day from here until November 7th. And daily progress. Look at which camera am I on? Is it a two-shot? Uh, no, one shot. Okay. This one, Charlottesville daily progress. If you don't legitimately get on direct message in the phone call and the email right now with Spillman, then how do we keep reading? NBC 29 and CBS 19. You should be press conferencing. You should be DMing. You should have this in the 6 and 11 o'clock news. Sean Tubbs, Siva Weekly. John Blair says this. Jerry, ask yourself this about sexism and gender insensitivity. If we have one candidate attacking another over their maiden name, would a male candidate be attacked so much over the identity of their father? This is really ridiculous. I don't care your politics or beliefs. Every human being is a unique individual. Who their parents are should have zero impact on their own professional adult lives, in my opinion. 100% agree. I, I think I put that in the ecosystem when the two candidates started running and Spillman started attacking Bryce because of her father. I said, you're belittling women everywhere. You legitimately are setting back the female gender by saying Bryce can't think for herself. All she is a puppet or a daughter of her dad. Remember when I said this, ladies and gentlemen, months ago? That all they're trying to do is paint her as the puppet of her father. That's setting back women. That is setting back women generations. Basically what she's doing by this, this is basically what you're doing when you say, all you are is a parrot of your father's beliefs. You're basically saying, stay in the F, stay in the fucking kitchen, put a, 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 uh, uh, an apron on and cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner and stay in the house and make sure the diapers are clean and the bathrooms are clean and the toilets are clean. Don't leave the house until your husband gets there. That's basically what you're saying. Setting back women for generations, this type of behavior, where you're basically parroting a, you're basically painting a candidate as a parrot of their late father, saying she can't think for herself. Put an apron on and cook some steak for me when I get home for dinner. The site is down. He definitely heard Deep Throat. He took the site down. We got the screenshots. So it's on Bryce's campaign page now. Go to Meg... Spillman, you just lost the election. Go to Meg Bryce for school board to see the screenshots. Scroll through them. Look at the screenshot with the arrow pointing down to the author tab. All right, now this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Allison Spillman some free advice. I try to get her to come on the show. I send her DMs. I send her 
kind messages. I tagged her in the comment section. Try to get her to come on the show. I said, you got an opportunity to come on the show to explain yourself. Allison, this is what you got to do. Are we on a one shot? Yep. Allison, this is what you have to do now. This is called Public Relations 101. This is Public Relations 101, Allison Spillman. Do I have any meetings or can I go long today? God, we're getting to the point where I need an effing admin to manage my calendar right now. Fucking 12 meetings today. Our 11.30 was waiting for us as the show was ending. We started the show late because our 11.30 went long. I closed one of my office spaces on a one-year contract, though. I'm starting to hate my phone, dude. And all these people contacting me. Like, it's... This is what you got to do, Allison Spillman. Listen closely. I know you watch the show. Allison Spillman, your campaign team should be offering your advice, this advice right now. After this show is over, everyone in Central Virginia is going to know about this story. After this show is over, The Daily Progress, NBC 29, CBS 19, The Seville Weekly, Charlottesville Tomorrow, Sean Tubbs, and The Richmond Times-Dispatch. In fact, I will tag them all right now on social media. I'm literally going to take a moment and tag all these people, all these media outlets, so they make sure they know what's going on. All right, Richmond Times-Dispatch, Daily Progress, Seville Weekly, NBC 29, CBS 19, all right, Charlottesville Tomorrow. All right, we tagged them all. They're all tagged now. They all know that this is happening now. So, Spillman, what you have to do is you have to issue a statement now. And the statement that you have to issue now before the media contacts you, you have to get ahead of this PR shitstorm that you're now a part of. In fact, the Almoral Education Association, Mary McIntyre, you've tied the Almoral Education Association to this as well. Almoral Education Association, you need to issue a statement about this as well. Heck, Christopher Seaman definitely needs to issue a statement on this. I mean, dude's an attorney with an employer. You figure out what you want to do with that one. We'll just talk to the candidate. Allison Spillman, you need to issue a statement immediately. And the statement should basically say whether or not, A, first question, Allison Spillman, were you a part of the creation of this smear campaign website? What's the URL of the website again? Judah Wickhauer? MegScaliaBryce.com. MegScaliaBryce.com. Allison Spillman, did you orchestrate? Did you organize? MegScaliaBryce.com, the smear campaign website. Did you do that? Were you a part of it? Did you know at any time this smear campaign website was being designed and developed? And I would not lie because you've got on your campaign finance reports dinners that you've had with the guy that built the website. Kind of sketchy. Very sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. 
The second thing you need to address in this PR, this is PR 101, the second thing you need to address is why is your top donor orchestrating an anonymous, well, he thought it was anonymous, smear campaign website? Why is your top donor orchestrating and organizing and paying for MagScaliaBrice.com and creating a smear campaign website? The third thing you need to issue in this statement why did you share this smear campaign website in your social media stories? You literally shared it. I mean, there's hundreds of people that have the screenshot of you sharing it. Why'd you share this in your stories, Allison? I, it is approximately 1.35 p.m. I bet you you're going to get contacted within, because uh, CBS 19, NBC 29, The Daily Progress, and Seville are now watching the show, because I tagged them. I bet you you got about a 90-minute runway here. So let me put you on the clock. Siri, set a timer for 90 minutes, please. Judah. Can they see this? 90 minutes. You got 90 minutes. 90 minutes, right there. Go to issue this statement. You have 90 minutes, Allison. Go to issue this uh, statement. You're on the clock. And then you should probably put in the statement that you're going to issue within 90 minutes um, whether or not you're going to resign or step down from this race. Because you have to ask yourself if you have the maturity or the credibility left to run a $260 million budget. The Almoral Education Association was pushing this candidate for collective bargaining purposes. I would say your position is considerably weaker now. Effing ridiculous. Can we go on a two-shot here? You're the voice of reason, right? I try. How do you characterize this entire turn of events? I mean, I, <clears throat> I characterize it as spiteful. Um, I mean, how do you care? I'll stop talking. I, I'll listen to learn from you. I mean, I don't listen to learn. I... It just seems uh, it to me. It it gets at the it it it's the basest basest part of ourselves and and really the uh, um, the basest part of politics. It has nothing to do with uh, nothing to do with merit. It has nothing to do with discussion. It has nothing to do with uh, with ideas and and working together for for you know to uh to better in this case our our school system um i would you know i think we would all love to hear discussion that tries to get at the heart of what is 
missing or wrong in our in our schools today and and take those problems and find solutions to them and i don't think this does that i don't think any of the uh i don't think any of the uh smear campaigns that have been uh that have been enacted what's what's the word brought against uh meg bryce's campaign whether you like her or not i'm not uh i'm not shilling for her here i'm just saying that uh from the from the spray paint on her campaign signs to somebody buying her name as a url and using it as a website to you know to tear her down um i don't think any of that is uh is what any of us want out of any of our political campaigns in Charlottesville, whether they're, whether they're for the, the school board or the, or the, um, the city council. How, how, how can these people do? This is, this is so effing crazy. It is crazy, but uh, I mean... This is literally the people... This is literally someone who's trying to be one of seven people who determine a $260 million a year budget and the future of schools in Admiral County. I mean, you would think that she was going to be the only person that was going to decide on on the budget. She's one uh, of seven. I know. It's not like she's going to have carte blanche to do whatever she wants. But um, if you've seen commentary on any social media surrounding this, uh, there are people that, like, think she is the devil and hate her. I mean, it's it's, that, to me, is kind of terrifying in itself. Deep Throat says this. Deep Throat. This is from Deep Throat. One has to wonder who Seaman thought this was going to win over. I guess it was just an attempt to motivate the hard left fringe of the voting public in Almaro County. I mean, to anyone but a very hardcore partisan, this would be a huge turnoff, right? He also says this, and I suppose something like this makes the outcome of this election even more telling about what the true political climate of Almaro County is. A polite and respectful campaign between two candidates of their respective views might well end with the victory of the leftward candidate, but it would not tell me that Almaro County is hard left. But after this, if Allison Spillman gets elected, you know Almaro County is now the MSNBC partisan derange, derangement country, county. I think, I think, how does Allison, and I'm going to get to Ginny Hu's comments. Yeah, Ginny Hu, he took the site down. People are saying, I tried to go to the website. The site is down. He took the site down. Well, no, he didn't take it down. He he put it behind a login, a login wall, because he realized... I don't even think it's a wall. I think he just used a... Uh, my guess would be a wild card redirect. It's basically just saying, just saying anybody going to uh, com forward slash and then one of those little stars, you know, and anything matching that will go to. I don't know why you would send it to the to the login page. 
Uh, it's very odd, but I suppose it's better than leaving any part of the uh, the website exposed. Jenny Hu says, "I'm yeah, that's what he's doing. Is he realizes it? He realizes the website is now linked to him. So the lawyer in him is coming out, and he's going to try to cover his tracks." so he doesn't have any exposure for the content that's written on him. Because when the content was initially created on the website, he thought he had anonymity. Right. But it was exposed that he did not have anonymity. So then he immediately had to figure out a way to make the website not visible. And this was probably the easiest scramble mode, scramble way to do it. As yeah. opposed to just doing an under construction landing page like anyone with common sense would do. Ginny Hu says... This was smart. I mean, uh, I'm... Somebody... There was nothing smart about this. There was, okay. This was desperate. This was the desperate move of someone that got popped. Okay, but it was This was like you get popped for a crime and you plead insanity. You go ahead. I was just going to say that of all the ways to obscure your website, using a uh, coming soon page would have left all of those pages open if somebody already knew the uh, the page URL, whereas using a, a wildcard uh, redirect effectively pushes everything. Any any anyone even knowing you know a, a page URL is going to end up back at the same place, I which. An example of a page URL would be megscaliabrice.com forward slash contact. Yeah, or Megs, forward slash about. Or yeah, which is what we talked about last night. Don't vote yeah. or whatever. Ho forward slash home. Yeah. And if you, uh, and if you just Crit put up... Uh, the best way, I think the most elegant way to, uh, to wipe the website um, so that nobody can see it is what they did. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that uh, they were particularly smart in creating this website in the first place. Stacy Baker Patty. Oh, Jesus. I forgot about this. Stacy Baker Patty. Go to forwardalmoral.org. Everyone go to forwardalmoral.org. Excuse me, forwardalmoral.com. Forwardalmoral.com. Go to forward. Almoral.com. Everyone go to forwardalmoral.com. This is the, one of the this is the primary lobbying group for Almoral County teachers and, and team members. Jesus, this is so crazy. Go to forwardalmoral.com. Are you on forwardalmoral.com? Yeah. Click about us. About us on forwardalmoral.com. Everyone, who has gone to forwardalmore.com and clicked about us? Who do you see as the treasurer of forwardalmore.com? Mm. The executive board. Oh my God. The lobbying group for Almoral County teachers. And Almoral, this is Jesus, this is crazy. Forwardalmore.com is a lobbying group. That's trying to push progressive policies forward. Forward Al Morrow is the group that endorsed Allison Spillman. Their executive board is comprised of three people. Sarah Harris, Mary Nacy, and guess who? Chris Seaman. 
Chris Seaman is the treasurer of the progressive lobbying group. This is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. This is so pathetic. This is so pathetic. The one of three people on the executive board, the person in charge of the money for the lobbying group that's pushing progressive policies and collective bargaining for ACPS, the treasurer of the lobbying group is Chris Seaman. He's the top donor of the Allison Spillman campaign. Mm-hmm. And the maker of the phony smear campaign website. Oh my God. This is laughable, Judah. Mm-hmm. This is laughable. Daily Progress, NBC 29, CBS 19. This is an incredible story waiting to happen. Daily Progress staff writers, you can win a Virginia Press Award with this story. <clears throat> this is the epitome of middle school bullying in the most small town capacity possible. This is like morons. He obviously didn't use a branding and advertising agency like I Love Seville and VMV Brands to do this because we wouldn't have made this mistake. I'll tell you right now. Holy jeebus. This legitimately impacts the credibility of Forward Almarle, the lobbying group. Cully Baggett, the developer, says this. Deep throat for the win with that last comment. This will definitely take the temperature of the political climate in Charlottesville and Almarle. Cully Baggett says, I think we all know what the climate currently is, but this will definitely expose it if this is deemed acceptable by voters at the polls. Carol Thorpe says, Jerry, the annual budgeting of that 60% of county tax, tax dollars is what sets the Almoral County School Board elections well above two steps higher than a high school class president election. The business is dead serious to people who are hardworking taxpayers and value curriculum and policy decisions made by only seven people. I, you're 100% right. I was hyperbolizing when I said that the school board race was two steps above the senior class president. You, my point was, this is small town politics. The, school, the people running for school board get paid less than the cash register worker at McDonald's. Legitimately. Deep Throat's getting props from multiple people on social media right now. Kelly Jackson... Love you, Kelly Jackson. She says, Allison Spillman has no choice but to step down at this point. Congratulations, Meg Bryce. Let's go to a two-shot. Does Allison Spillman need to retire from this race? You're asking me? Yes. <clears throat> um, I don't think she will. I think um, this shows an astounding amount of audacity, and it doesn't seem like uh, 
anyone involved in this is the type of person that would back down now. But that's just my take. I'll leave the question of whether she should or shouldn't to other people. This is fucking crazy. This is so crazy. This is, this is, a, talk sh- this is a talk show host dream. This kind of content. This is a school system in Albemarle County public school system's worst nightmare. Here's another question. Does Dr. Matthew Haas, the superintendent, should he issue a statement on this? Hmm. Here's a follow-up statement. Does Forward Albemarle need to issue a statement? Should Forward Albemarle force Chris Seaman off his executive board? They should certainly at least, at the very least, release a statement. Does the Albemarle Education Association need to release a statement about this? The state, the candidate they're backing. This is crazy. The more I think about this, this is literally what happened, okay? I'm going to tell you guys what happened in less than 60 seconds, all facts. Allison Spillman's top donor, according to VPAP.org, and the treasurer of the lobbying progressive group Forward Almoral bought MegScaliaBrice.com and tried to hide the fact that he purchased this URL. Then he had a phony smear campaign website designed and developed that bullied Meg Bryce through nasty anonymous digital content. He mistakenly, either he or whoever created the website, made him the author of the website where his name could be seen on the website. Screenshots were then captured linking him to the website. The candidate, Allison Spillman, shared the phony website, smear campaign website on her social channels and screenshots were captured of her sharing the phony website and smear campaign website on her social channels. Now that he's been called out, Chris Seaman, for creating this website, he's taken the website down and hit it and hit it so we can't get more information linking him to what is slanderous The candidate is the exact is the treasurer of the lobbying group for progressives for Outmoral. The same lobbying group that's pushing collective bargaining and unionization for ACPS. And the same lobbying group that's backed the candidate Allison Spillman. This is effing crazy. Suzanne Daly says, how is this different than a smear commercial? Because in the smear commercial, you know it's coming from the candidate. It says that the commercial paid for by this campaign. When it's fake anonymous content on social media, you don't. 
unless you screw it up. I got it. And the overall theme of the show is when you're a leader and you know you're a leader and God's given you qualities of leadership and you utilize your qualities of leadership for the good, like exposing companies that are taking advantage of their customer, Segura Solar, or running for school board so you can right the ship in a system that's fallen behind performance-wise, when you're a leader, you're going to catch ridiculous amounts of heat from a few because they're scared of you getting more influence. But if you can withstand the early barrage of the few, the large majority will see your leadership qualities and your leadership pursuit are rooted in truth and honesty and what's best for the community in totality. And then more people will follow. And that's the definition of what's happened with the I Love Seville show. And that's the definition of what has happened with Meg Bryce's campaign. That is the Wednesday edition of the I Love Seville show. I told you before the show started that this was going to be one of the most riveting and captivating shows we have ever done. Did I live up to my promise? Did I live up to my promise? For Judah Wickhauer, the king of redirects, and figuring out the redirects, hmm. and a man of many, many talents, my name is Jerry Miller. <laughs>